Hi, friends, and welcome to another episode of Lionsgate Podcast with Saudi and Omni. I'm Omni. And I'm Saudi. And today's episode is going to be all about divination, tarot, mediumship, and all things spiritual. But first, I want to introduce our very special guest, Lexi. Lexi. Say hi. Hi. Thanks yes. for having me. We're so excited to have you right here. You. Yeah. So Lexi, she does in-depth tarot readings, mini readings, and has a website. And we're going to put her website in the description along with our link tree to our social medias and Saudi's website. So if you want to book a reading after this with either of them, hit up those links. Whether you're beginning at doing tarot, if you don't know anything or you're very experienced or you're semi-experienced with divination and spirituality, listen to this episode because you will not regret it. Yeah, we're going to cover a lot of things. Like Omni said, even if you're just curious about tarot and psychic and mediumship and things like that, or you're experienced, we're all different. And so just stay tuned and, and hear us out. Yeah. So I just met Lexi, but Saudi and Lexi have been friends for many years. So like, how did y'all meet? We met through her husband, actually. Yes. He was friends with my son. And he just called me one day out of the blue and he was like, Mama, I want you to meet my new girlfriend. I think you'll love her. Yeah. And I had heard so much about her. Yeah. So from the second I met her, we just had this connection. And I think it was on the first or second time that I met you, I gave you a reading. It was literally the first time. I think it was the first time. And I was like in tears. Like (laughs) she, it was such a good reading. Sadi's such a good reader. And I just remembered, I was so nervous at first. I was literally shaking in my boots about to have an anxiety attack. (laughs) I grew up in a Protestant Christian family. So all of this stuff was so foreign to me and was like, oh, you're messing with stuff and you're going to open doors that you don't know nothing about. I remember that. So I was like, I was shaking, but I wanted it and I was scared, but it was the unknown. You don't know what you don't know. Yeah. Her reading was so fucking good. I just remember thinking about her reading for almost a year after. Things that she had said were happening in the present. Mm -hmm. They were also certain points where you're reading. I don't know if I even ever told you this. We're coming up years afterward, getting to the core of one of my really deep cycles that I knew I needed to let go of. But when it's family, it's kind of hard. And so it was Mm -hmm. super intense. But no, yeah, she's fucking phenomenal. I had that experience with her too where I was just bringing it up where in my very first reading with you we brought up summertime being a big pivotal moment Mm -hmm. for me and I was thinking it was last summer that it would be and then this summer when we were talking about transformation and all that and in the end of summer you saw my spirit guide celebrating with me and they said summertime they didn't say that summer exactly (laughs) yeah so same thing you just keep seeing it line up and line up but you actually do readings from what I've experienced a little bit different now we got the pleasure where me and Sadi got to get a reading from you but you did the digital one where you with our permission tap into our energy and you sent this really detailed amazing reading to each of us yeah we were both Mm -hmm. like literally Saudi was like did you get it yet and I was like let me check and then I was like I have it saved I (laughs) took screenshots yeah Omni got hers first and I got mine last night yeah she got hers super late I'm telling you you're getting your reading by tonight (laughs) I stayed up last night because I like to go through and I like to Mm -hmm. edit and make sure that everything is very flowy and understandable because when you're channeling sometimes you're going so fast that you're just trying to get everything out yeah going back and making sure everything was good it's very obvious that you put a lot of time and effort and it's very meticulous so yeah and I'm sure it's different because me and you have never met and right. you did my reading you hit it nail on the head I don't we didn't talk about it but I did tell that to Saudi but you've known Saudi for years right and so I'm sure that's a little weird doing readings yeah it was almost full circle because mm-hmm. obviously me and Saudi we are actually really good friends and I love her yeah so we go back and forth a lot something that I was trying out that I just wanted to make sure made sense and that people were really understanding where 
where it was coming from and how the core of it was yeah. to get to like deep rooted healing. And I wanted to make sure I got yours first mm-hmm. because we hadn't met. Yeah. And so I knew that immediately when people hear that I already know Saudi, I, I love Saudi, I know her, that mm-hmm. they're going to be like, she already right. kind of knows what she's got or, going on. Right. right? Mm-hmm. But when I do it for you, I have no idea anything about you. You yep. don't know who you are at your core. I don't know your traumas. I don't know anything like that. But when I tap mm-hmm. in, all of a sudden I know all of this stuff mm-hmm. and I'm getting you all these messages to get to the core and the roots of really tough and heavy situations so that deep healing can be made so you can progress in a very peaceful way, mm-hmm. if that makes yeah. sense. And I've noticed that Lexi, we're similar in so many ways, but our reading techniques are completely different. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. I got my reading last night and I was in tears. It was just so beautiful, but it cuts to the core yeah. of mm-hmm what's really going on there's no sugar coating it no. when it comes to your readings they're and it's very like honest yeah very honest very i wouldn't want to say brutal at they, all but it is with some things it might sting a little bit to right. hear but the way you do it is you're just so passionate with it and you're mm-hmm. like and this is why it's happening right and i loved at the end and i don't know if you do that for everybody or if it just came on my reading but you attach two songs to it <gasps> yep. at the end. And after I read everything and I played those songs, one of the songs I'd only thought of one particular way. Mm-hmm. But after the reading and she was tapping into something completely different, mm-hmm. I heard the song differently. Yeah. And it resonated with me. And I heard that song like I've never heard it before. And you connect to music. I do. A lot of times. Well, within everything mm-hmm. in my life, music is life for me. But music and lyrics and things like that will come to me while I'm doing a reading as well so I thought that was really cool that you put that on the end yeah and I love that because when they send me songs they're always very spot on for what people need in order to understand because music brings a whole new level of understanding than words could Mm -hmm. you have not only a soundtrack with these different beats that speak to your soul and your body but then you have these words from somebody you have no idea about but you just Mm -hmm. connect and so music's super important and i think it's a good way yeah yeah music is frequencies yeah babies will dance without ever knowing because music is frequencies it's the universal language yeah it does reach us on a soul level it's ingrained in our dna Mm -hmm. yeah i'm not gonna be secret about mine i got landslide and i love that song yeah Mm -hmm. it came through so hard Mm -hmm. and it's like (laughs) song means a lot to me too Mm -hmm. with saudis hers just came up too and they're not songs that i think of very often too so i always know where it's coming up how it's going to benefit and actually the one that you really connected to because they had brought up another one well, and both that other did. one yeah well maybe i should take this one off and they're like no keep it mm-hmm. and i was like okay cool yeah i connected to both of them yeah on it, a soul level Sada, you've told me that when spirits or energies come through that sometimes they show you symbols or it's like a metaphor we've talked about on the show before where this kid's tooth was loose they were showing you a, a kid mm-hmm. wiggling his tooth to represent one of your friends family members passing away you got to get there quick it's going to be pretty quick so for you Lexi when spirit comes through or you start channeling them is it the same because I've noticed through other mediums that I've watched through TikTok or YouTube or whatever they talk about how they get shown certain symbols and it's like they create their own language yes absolutely yeah white rose means old lady I always know that means old lady right so for you what's your language it's definitely when you're getting into spirituality you're learning a whole new language Mm -hmm. at first you just kind of have to figure out the basics in order to be able to get certain meanings right I don't think you create this language right away but over Mm -hmm. time you end up seeing different things at different times during different situations and then you know exactly what's happening Mm -hmm. when that comes up again so for me I'll see videos I'll see 
see images. People will show me their face. They'll show me their body. I've seen one person as their actual skeletal form, if that makes sense. I had a guy moon me one time because (laughs) (laughs) he was talking really seriously with his two daughters when he had passed. He was just a goofball. The conversation was way too serious. He was over it. And he was like, they're crying. I don't like this. And so he mooned me. And so I start busting out laughing Mm -hmm. in the super serious moment. And when Uh I told him both of them died, they were like, Like, that's that's my dad. dad. Yeah. Yeah. And it's that confirmation too. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. I remember in the beginning when I was first starting to learn tarot, I actually would only do it for friends and family and Mm -hmm. then word of mouth spread. Mm -hmm. And I would do it for people that I knew or whatever. But when I started branching out, it was like I had to validate myself Mm -hmm. because I didn't really trust myself back then. I was like, well, maybe I'm just knowing this because it's my friend or family. Right. Mm -hmm. Or maybe I just know them so well that I can pick up on their body language or is this something coming from myself? So I ended up going on Facebook groups and people would post anonymously and ask Mm -hmm. a question. And then I would try to answer it as an unapproved reader. And that would give me validation every single time. I love that you're talking about that because I remember Mm -hmm. when I had so many questions just a year ago, you brought that up. And it's funny, too, because when I talk about your readings, even though we know each other, we've had readings where it's like, you don't know my grandma. I had you tap into an ex, but you didn't know our relationship at all. I just said it was an ex that passed away. And you were like, uh, he's not. I don't know how to tell you this. It wasn't a good relationship at all. Anyways, I think it's human nature to doubt yourself Mm -hmm, at first. Mm -hmm. So that's a normal part of it. And I think a lot of us are told for a long time that it's wrong. Mm -hmm. And trusting yourself over a higher power is wrong. When we're put in a space where we're like, well, the things that I'm thinking, they're real. Mm -hmm. They're making sense. And what's funny is I also started off a similar way. I read my neighbor first, and then I was on TikTok. And I practiced on TikTok because I could reach so many people so quick. I got such fast practice. I just would give out free readings, hella fucking free readings. And it that's what I did for drains you, in, which is why protection is so important. Oh, yeah. Lexi, what do you do to ground yourself before reading or protect yourself before and after a reading? What's important, do you think, for, for beginners or maybe people that have been doing this for a while but never thought to do that? I always try and cleanse my space first. That's always a huge deal for me. I like to make sure that no residual energy is in and I can set the tone for a new day and make sure that my readings that way are going really well. And then I also, I knock on my deck because I like to clear my deck. For certain decks require certain things from Mm -hmm. me. And so depending on which deck I feel called to use, I'll do whatever ritual comes with that deck. Usually I'll ground and then I'll talk to my higher self, my shadow self, my inner child, and I'll just thank all of them. Inner teen, my inner 20 year old, all these different versions of myself that helped me get to this place because now I do what I'm passionate about what I love and it was all at almost the sacrifice of those versions of myself so I really take time to appreciate them trigger warning but I was really suicidal when I was younger and so seeing myself now when I was a kid I would have thought I was so fucking cool that's so beautiful you know what I mean being able to appreciate the different versions of me that went through so much shit and being able to be like you know, we didn't do this. And now look at us. You have a great partner. You have great children. Your bills are paid. I have nothing to complain about. So I show gratitude. And I just make sure that whoever I'm reading for today, make sure that their higher self comes through and people who want to see them come through in their best light, like who want them to accomplish their big picture goals on their soul contract, doing affirmations with myself so that I'm not second guessing myself. Because even to this day, like when I sent your readings, I was shitting breaths. And I was like, what if they fucking message me? And they're like, this was bullshit. I think that's just human nature, though. 
though. Mm-hmm. As you continue to grow, you doubt yourself less and less. Right. But still, sometimes I look at it and I'm like, I feel fucking crazy. Like, I feel like a little bit weird. Right. You know what I mean? But I'm grateful. Mm-hmm. Sometimes it still throws me off how much spirit can work with you. And I also have a ritual with my protection oil that I make. I also have another oil that I always put on every day as a ritual. And I have certain rituals to take care of myself to make sure I'm not being drained of my energy. After I'm done, I also cleanse. And then I tell them, thank you for coming and like allow them to go back because I feel like if you don't cleanse afterwards, it's like their guides can stay around. Mm -hmm. And I've noticed this at least for myself. I have kids, so I don't really like anybody's energy to just linger unless we have like a personal relationship type of thing. And it's somebody Mm -hmm. that I'm close to. But other than that, I cleanse. I tell them thank you. And I say, you ain't got to go home, but you got to get the hell up out of here. (laughs) You turn on this on closing time. (laughs) (laughs) I feel like I've been doing it for so long. I always cleanse it in some way, clear the air. And then as I'm putting my cards in order, I always start in upright position. That's just how I, I do, do it. Yeah. And so I get my cards out and I put them upright. So I go through every single card. And as yeah. I'm doing them, I just have this little thing that I say inside of my head. It's like a little mantra. And everybody's different. So there's no right or wrong way right. to do it. But I tap on my cards three times too when oh, I'm I done. Boom, boom, boom. Yep. Yep. <laughs> That's crazy that you said that because yeah. I do it too. And I have such a connection with my higher self that I just tap into my higher self and boom, yep. protected. Yeah. And then I do a ritual afterwards to cleanse the area and say goodbye and show gratitude right. to the spirits that have come through and thank them for the information yeah. and for the knowledge and the information. Yeah. And So for me, I don't read for other people. I'm learning right. still. And I have this question and then I'll go into some of the things I've learned so far. In your opinion, for both of you, do you have to be gifted your first deck? I get asked that a lot. I do too. For me, I say no. It just happens that my first deck was gifted to me mm-hmm. by an old manager that I had. And she just randomly gave me the deck. And she's like, these don't want me anymore. They want you. Mm. And it's funny because you'll have friends and other people outwardly that'll notice things within you that you don't even notice within yourself. Yeah. Sometimes mm-hmm. it was a... It was the OSHA deck. You oh, said, it was right? the OSHA. Yep. And he has the same birthday as me as well. That's mm-hmm. so cool. So December 11th, Sagittarius. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> uh, which I thought was a cool synchronicity. Yeah. That came with that. Yeah. I think that being gifted a deck and people can correct me if I'm wrong, but I'm pretty sure it's more of a Wiccan tradition mm-hmm. to be gifted a deck kind of like they have the threefold law and if that's what you believe in then you know mm-hmm. do what you believe in but a lot of people don't have access to people who are around them that practice spirituality that could give them a right. deck so yeah. you're taking all these people who have this calling and you're saying if you don't do it this way mm-hmm. then you can't do it and yeah. I don't like that rhetoric if somebody wants a deck and they don't have anybody to gift them a deck I don't think that should be necessary I feel like if you feel called to something do it if you don't like it you don't ever have to do it again mm-hmm. but and who's to say that the universe isn't the one gifting you that deck yeah truly oh, I, I gifted that. myself yeah. my first deck same for my experience my mom had a palm reader come to my fifth grade birthday and I think that's where that deck came from. But I remember doing readings for my friends. But what I would do is I thought you had to look up the meaning in the book up until like not even that long ago. I thought you had to know every single card and what it means. And for me, that's overwhelming. And I think for a lot of people, that is an overwhelming thing. So really just sitting down and studying each card, like Saudi, you suggested in a past episode, pulling a card, putting it under your pillow. I sleep with all my decks as soon as I get them. Every single deck, Mm -hmm. I connect with it in that way. I let it go through my dreams. I let Mm -hmm. it experience me as a person through my subconscious. Mm -hmm. Then I'm very connected to the 
deck after that. So when I get a deck, I do the same thing because each deck has a different personality, yep. has a different energy about yep. it, has a whole different vibe. So I have to get to know the vibe of that deck and the deck has to get to know me. Mm -hmm. It works better that way. I do think it's important to get an overall understanding of the cards over time. Yes. At first, it can be really overwhelming. So I suggest like starting with the numerology and you were talking about elements. I think that's a great like place yeah. to start. So to break it down, for me, learning, not only looking at the picture and knowing, okay, well, this has water in it, water is connected to emotion, but also breaking down each suit representing an element helps right. me understand what the card can mean and helps me read it. For instance, Pentacles is about security, earth, which is grounding. I think of it that way. So it's mm -hmm. very grounding security. Wands is fire, yes, which is action. And you think about fire, fire is action. When you do a ritual, you want it to happen quickly. You, you think about fire. That's how I tie it to that one. For swords, it's an air sign because mm -hmm. communication. Yeah. Cups is a water sign because it's emotion. And when someone ever tells me that they're a water sign, I'm like, oh, you're emotional. Not in a bad way. And mm -hmm. like kind it's of just how it's registering in my head. Yeah. And so for me, somebody who's not as experienced as the both of you. The more you practice, the more you will get in touch with your intuition. It's just like anything. The more yeah. you do consistency and persistence. Also with figuring out card meanings and stuff like that, asking spirit to show you a card's meaning throughout your day. Yeah. So you kind of get to experience the card in a day-to-day kind of sense yeah and if there's like 78 cards in the deck that would yeah. take you less than three months if you yeah. just pulled one, one card, card every single day Absolutely. and i would even recommend playing with your deck you know yeah. just be playful shuffle with it. it don't i be, shuffled mine yeah, forever don't be so, like i have to study this and learn what this mm -hmm. meaning is pick up the card and study the card yourself what feeling does it give you what does the picture yeah. mean to you my partner did that and i was like that's not how you're supposed to do that yeah. and Sadi, you're like yes it is i'm like, like that's oh. exactly how you're supposed to do <laughs> yeah. it um you know and then you, place. Can, you could look up the, the meaning yeah. and then you could even go online and you could be like give me somebody else's interpretation Absolutely. of it or whatever yeah. and then sleep with that card under your pillow you could dream about it you yeah. yeah he did that he likes yeah. the thoth deck yeah. he likes the what do you call it the original deck uh Rider. Rider Wade. Yeah. yeah. So he likes that because a lot of thought mm -hmm. put into each card. He's helped me through a lot of it because he's like, well, look, that person, they're blindfolded. What right. do you think that means? And there's water behind them. You're turning your back on those emotions because water mm -hmm. represents emotions. Cups represents emotions, emotions as yeah. well. So just knowing the symbolism between those will help. And so you don't have to know the meaning. If you pull two of swords and you're just like, I don't know what this means. I got to look it up. No, look at the card remember the symbolism and it'll really help you through and each person has a different message like two of swords to me today will mean something different for me yes. a year from now or to Saudi today we could both pull the two of swords mean something completely different so it's very personal but then also Saudi and her man and me and my guy were over at my house we decided to pull cards for each we other we were drinking we oh, were God. drinking okay this <laughs> it was kind I of like our version of spin the bottle <laughs> Okay, but this was the night I tapped into my higher self, uh -huh. and I had had oh, a headache badass. that day, and so did you, and I pulled rum down. If I have a headache, I don't touch alcohol or anything, because yeah. I, I get migraines sometimes, mm. and so I was like, it's really weird. I really, really want a rum drink, and it comes to find out it's connected to my higher self, because we that. were having a reading about my higher self, mm. but when we all drank that night, and um, we Almost were Almost like an offering. I oh, love that. Yeah, yeah. it was yeah. beautiful. It was awesome, and we were doing readings for each other, and I learned so much. Like, I don't think you really 
realize how much I learned that night that it's not so scary. We would just pick no. one card. Pick yeah. a card for Chris. And then he would read it. And then Chris would pick a card for somebody else. Mm-hmm. And we just kept doing that with one card. I love that. And Chris was like, I've never done tarot before. But he was amazing at it. Yeah. You know, just reading the interpretation of the card and how he felt. Yeah. Me and my guy did this game. And it was really intimate and really beautiful. So if you have a partner that's also into tarot or spiritual or whatever, we ended up going up to the park under a big, beautiful tree. And I had my favorite deck and he had his favorite deck. And so I shuffled my deck, asked a question about our relationship. And then I'd pull out my card and then he would find the same card in his deck and we put it side by side. Then I would interpret it using both cards, which are pretty similar, but they're different artists. So it gave me a more shared picture. And I shuffled his deck, he shuffled mine, and we both tapped into each other's spirit guides beforehand, just saying, hey, we're not recognizing reverse cards because it takes us longer to interpret. Yeah, and we, this is, yeah, we are mm-hmm. trying to get you guys together to help us grow in this relationship. So they understood the assignment. Right. He would do that. And then he would ask a question through his deck, shuffle, pull a card. Mm-hmm. I would find the same back and forth. And it was such a beautiful experience. I highly recommend it. I do want to say that when I first started, I was like, Sadi, how do you know if a card gets pulled in reverse? Do you keep your cards upright or do they mix up? I mixed up my deck so where some cards are upside down and some are right side up. And you're like, never really been asked that way. You're like, I just put it in reverse when I have the feeling that it needs to be mm-hmm. in reverse. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh. Mine will flip in reverse. If a card's upside down, say not the actual card, the other side of the card, that uh-huh. is just the print. Yeah. I will flip it in whatever way it lands. I know is the way it's supposed to be. Oh, okay. What's funny is that sometimes it's an in-between somehow the card will fall and it'll go upright and mm-hmm. so you know that there's mm-hmm. this duality of the choices or that you have to make even sometimes i love sideways. sideways yeah and i read sideways for sure because yeah. it's always an in-between stage the two options you can make the best thing for me is i want to give you all the information i can about both of your options because at the end of the day this is not i'm going to predict everything that's going on with you this is you have two options you have your free will and you get to choose which path you're going to take but it's up to you i'm not mm-hmm. choosing that path for you i'll just tell you how each one's going to end up and how it's going to benefit or the consequences that might come with that Oh, and I give like all that information. Kind of. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. You've done that diagonal mm-hmm. before. And right. I was like, what the fuck? Is, what is that? I mean, <laughs> well, you can get not in a bad judgy yeah. way, but in a like, that's cool. Right. Yeah. You know, that's cool. Cause I've never heard anybody else explain that. It'll go sideways. Yeah. And neither one of us use layouts. Layouts. Yeah. I don't use layouts. And somebody also doesn't use layouts. Which we're not saying that you there's know, anything wrong with there's that. There's anything wrong with it because we're all different. And yeah. see, that's the beauty and of doing beauty tarot. Of it, yeah. We bring a different energy Absolutely. with who we are as people. It's really easy for people that are just starting out to be like, oh my gosh, this is so much to learn. I have to learn all these layouts. And the layouts are just there to help. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And I think people overthink it a lot. They're just there so that you can see past, present, and future so you can get a big picture idea of what's going on, right? Yeah. Or, so if the layouts help you, go for it, use them, but it's not necessary. We're chaotic and we're just not (laughs) normal. We're just not normal. It's too intimidating for me. I want to get to all the details. I want to know what's going on. That's just me being (laughs) honest. I want to fucking know what's going on don't try and skip me on anything and if i feel you holding back if you're comfortable like release so i can get in and we can actually fix this yeah Mm -hmm. a lot of the time i'm getting all the tea i've had spirit come through and be like they're just staying with them because their partner gives good you know what i'm saying oh like and give me all the tea yeah and i'm like (laughs) 
oh, so now I see why you're staying. She's staying because he knows how to do something else. And yeah. I'm like, oh. <laughs> and that's so funny, like, too, because we both have our uniqueness about us. Absolutely. You're like that. And for me, I feel like, how did you compare a, like a deep tissue massage? My readings are kind of like deep tissue massage, where they hurt at first, and it kind of afterwards, you feel the effects. But long term, it brings so much peace. You're not hurting as bad because you dealt with it and you're mm-hmm. processing through those knots, which is like this trauma or these deep rooted roots. I like to compare it to weeds. You can keep cutting off that top, but that fucking root's just going to keep growing. Yeah. And mm-hmm. so I'm here to help you figure out how we can pull this root out and then remind you to refill that space with love yeah. so that you have an empty space. So when you're ready to start something new, you have the space to do that. Because yeah. if you keep holding on to that old mm-hmm. stuff, it's taking up space in your garden that yeah. can be used for something that's yeah. actually going to grow. And when I'm doing readings, sometimes mine are like that too. I have to go down deep. Absolutely. But I think I have more of a gentler yeah, you vibration have such a gentle, to it. It's and, kind of like... You need that like sometimes you don't need like you've already been through enough like you just comfort you yeah and and love for me like I feel called to those darker aspects because Mm -hmm. I've been in the dark for a really long time and so I can relate to it if I see some fucked up shit with your partner you're going to hear about it if I'm seeing they're manipulating you if I'm seeing that they're taking their power over you they're trying to control you if I see that they're being toxic if I see that they're got some weird shit going on I'm going to tell you there's some weird shit going on and keep your Mm -hmm. eyes peeled but a lot of the time it's me reaffirming people most of the time it's just miscommunication yeah somebody's feelings got hurt so now i'm going to be petty or i'm being toxic because it's coming from a root of your own problem it's projecting onto somebody yeah a lot of the times it's not even that their partners are cheating it's the fact that they are so self-conscious that they don't feel like they're worthy of not being hurt and that's the root and that's where i come from i want to get to that root so we can pull that out and we're going to the root of the same place but i feel like i'm getting from it's like ethereal that's a word i would give it it's like being walked through this beautiful space with these beautiful nostalgic memories when you're getting a Saudi reading and you're getting all this beauty and then she kind of is like okay well let's go into this room real quick it's going to make you uncomfortable but we're going to come out and everything's going to be okay and we're going to work through this and you've got it you know what I mean and I think that's also needed I think that I am not as good at tapping into very vulnerable emotions I can get emotional but even my birth chart is masculine i just have that more masculine energy when i pull cards for myself resembling myself it's usually the emperor um which is funny because i'm also an aries so i'm like yeah. it always and four <laughs> is like, my it's number the first one and there's so much signs there's so much symbolism if you just take a second away from your phone and away from the distractions and the bullshit of the world you will see the shit for yourself yeah, yeah. i tell people i would never pressure anybody into doing anything they don't want to do anytime you get a reading from me i always ask for consent first yeah even if you come to me and you're like i need mm-hmm. a reading about my partner are they doing this and that i'm not getting into your partner's energy like that but i can get mm-hmm. into your relationship and figure we've out what's going on that. about oh, that we yeah, talked we about talked when about you that. tapped into somebody's energy oh, yeah. who yeah i was giving a reading to a guy and he was asking me about a bunch of different girls and got to the last girl and i tapped into her energy and immediately i got taught a lesson because the atmosphere in the room changed it got really hot yeah his face turned pale he started sweating he passed out he fell off of the chair and onto the floor as he should he she was protected Mm -hmm. yep and she did her guys did not not appreciate me getting in to the energy and they attacked him yeah so that was like a really big lesson that i learned i think the point here is that there's not one size fits all that if you've had a reading before and it went bad it doesn't mean that all readings are bad is that 
you just probably needed to see somebody else that fits you. It's kind of like therapy. You have to find somebody that makes you feel comfortable. You have to find somebody that makes you feel safe. Some people need more nurturing talk where some Mm -hmm. people just need to say, hey, dude, you're fucking up. This is what you need to do to fix it. Yeah. It reminds me because I sent my friend Tam, who lives in Australia, I sent her a tarot deck. Mm -hmm. And she was like, I don't like this tarot deck. It's mean. I said, it doesn't sugarcoat anything because it tells you like it is. It was telling her get out of her work environment. She's out of that now. I'm so proud of her. She's in a loving, grateful environment. But at the time, she didn't need that. She needed a more nurturing thing. But it's so crazy the way decks are and the energy. Until you've actually had your own deck, you think this sounds crazy. Yeah. That decks have their own energy. Yeah. Do you remember when I was telling you about the Spirit of the Divine deck? Oh, yeah. You thought it was just because yeah, I was a beginner so, at that point. I'm like, this deck has its own energy. And I'm telling you right yeah, now, it it's very stubborn. energy. Yeah, she's very, very stern. Very, my way is mm-hmm. the right way. So do what the fuck I say. Yeah, and, and I was thinking, I have a lot of decks. And yeah. I've been doing this for a really long time. Mm-hmm. And as she was telling me this, I'm like smiling, nodding my head. Like, okay, you Lexi, have no idea what you're talking what about. What are you talking about? Mm-hmm. But I love the deck. So I ordered it and I got it. When the deck came and I went into my room and I could hear this female's voice. Yeah, and it's... And she was like this this that the other thing but we found out that she not only wrote the book for it that she did all of the artwork so much of her energy and probably her guides and her higher self was so embedded oh my god yeah and her energy is so beautiful and And that deck only likes to be cleaned with cinnamon too it's a very picky deck and it's so mine doesn't like to be cleansed at all yeah i have a crystal that i use with it a really Mm. dark crystal i have a different deck that does that this deck doesn't like to come out in the sun it no, only likes to come out at, at night I and with only one. certain people I'm getting to goosebumps. work with women more than it does. Oh, yeah. yeah. I was thinking this girl's crazy. Like, well, yeah. Yeah. Like, she don't know she what the fuck really she's talking what about. Yeah. Zadi talks like, to spirits yeah. and yeah. she thought somebody else was crazy. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I know. And so then I got the deck and I was like, oh my God, yeah. she's fucking right. Yeah. And so I called you. Yeah, you did. I have to admit, I didn't understand what you were talking about, yeah. but you had it on point. And then like, I remember my son, he's into tarot as well. And he got a deck one time and he brought it to my house. He's like, mom, I need this out of my house. What do you think about this deck? And I grabbed it and it was only like 22 cards in there. Mm this is kind of a weird deck and I started looking through it and he's like it's too heavy for me he said it even feels heavy damn and I was like oh it's the major arcana and it's only that and it loved me I still (laughs) use this deck to this day I'm like ooh this is my kind of energy but he couldn't use it it was too strong for him. Sometimes yeah. you'll get decks and it just doesn't yeah. resonate with you. Yeah. And before I even got in really deep to spirituality, my husband's family knows a lot about tarot as well. And his sister's husband comes from a Wiccan family. Like I said, they have their own ways of doing things and how things are supposed to be done. So he learned that way. So he was like, hey, you need to be gifted a deck and all this stuff. I went to Tati and I was like, hey, dude, do I need to be gifted a deck? <laughs> Give me because, a deck, girl. <laughs> well, no. Girl, right. You have like a hundred of them. Tap the fuck yeah. in. Come on. No, I'm just kidding. But <laughs> no, I was just like, I don't have anybody to mm-hmm. give me a deck, yeah. but I've been feeling called to this for years and just kind of repressing it. I don't want to do that. I was so fucking picky about my first deck. Really? I looked for years. I'm not even fucking kidding. I looked for at least a solid year because I could not find a deck that I wanted. I've never felt that way either. You know, you check with your spirit guides, you check with your higher self and you get that gut feeling. Yeah. You know, I always use the term, I feel it in my bones. And when I say that, yep. that's saying it's straight from my higher self. I know. Right. And that's why it's my advice that you go with your own instincts mm-hmm. on things yeah. because you can go online and you'll find a hundred different people saying a hundred different things. Absolutely. And we're all different. 
Yeah. Yeah. When we're dealing with spirituality and stuff like that, it comes to all of us differently. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. And I've made mistakes. So don't be afraid of making mistakes. I remember this is before I was actually practicing. A friend of mine called and said, I need you to help my friend. And I'd never met this lady before and her husband had just died. And that's all I knew. So I get over to the house and I'm kind of excited because I'm still in the validating myself phase. Mm -hmm. And I didn't know how to protect myself. I didn't know. And I'm like, I'm going to go over there. I don't know anything about this lady. This is going to be confirmation to me if he comes through. And the whole way I'm just praying on the way over there to my spirit guides, to my higher self. Let me be an open channel. Let me give the right, correct information to this family, to this woman. I get over there and I start doing my thing and I can feel immediately and we go outside to talk for a few minutes. So I go out of the back door. I'm like, come on. The wife was like, what are you doing? And I was like, your dog. Don't you have a little dog around here somewhere? And she's like, no, my dog died right after my husband did. It was his dog. It was this little white dog. And she's like, oh my God. So I hadn't even started channeling yet. We hadn't even started yet. And I was already picking up on this guy's dog. And she shows me a picture of him holding the dog while he's got like, he had cancer and he died. So the whole thing was just like super crazy. I mean, it felt like in a movie, like I can't make this up. No. The lights were yeah. flickering on and off. His daughter was there and I was seeing this race car going around the track and he was like, go faster, baby. No brakes. And she started crying because her and her dad used to build the little race cars together and they would go racing. I'm going to cry. And he's like, no brakes. And that's yeah. what he would say to her. And I was just like overwhelmed that this guy was coming through so clearly. Yeah. And I was there for like two hours. But what I didn't know was I was so open and I was just so excited about having this person come that he attached to me. And for three days he would not stop I was in the shower and he's tell her this tell her that and tell my daughter this and he was just I had no way of blocking it and even though it started to become scary for me (laughs) I felt like Whoopi Goldberg I swear to God (laughs) (laughs) oh my god this guy's gonna be right now like what do I have to do what's my mission even though that was a little bit scary I am so glad that happened to Absolutely. me. It was such a learning experience And he was me. at least a nice one. Oh, yeah. He was yeah. really cool. Yeah. But they can he be very just, pushy. Like, they can be very fucking pushy. They can be. I'd especially be when they ghost, find that, you can, actually, <laughs> yeah. that yeah. you can actually sense them and feel them. Yeah. And they'll and fuck with you, dude. They're ornery. Keep a lot of ornery spirits around. I connect with them and they... Because you have ornery Yeah, because I'm just energy. ornery as fuck myself. Yeah. The other night, I can't sleep. I'm having one of those nights and a fucking toy goes off. One of my kids' toys goes off. And it's like 2, 3 in the morning. I'm like... Like, you guys have me so fucked up right now. <laughs> like, <laughs> leave me the fuck alone. <laughs> like, I am trying to sleep. I love you guys, but we got to set a boundary. Yeah. Set a Relax. Boundary. <laughs> and that's why it's so important, I feel like, to cleanse yourself after is to send yes. that energy back to where it comes from so that it's not attaching to you. I always tell people that I do readings for when I'm doing mediumship and things like that. You can do what I do. Yep. You just have to be open to it. Yeah, and you just have to message, understand yeah. you need to protect yourself and take care of yourself and make sure that you learn about your intuition first. But the more you practice you could do what i do everybody and i tell everybody it. that it's we all have us. gifts yeah and all of us have something different to bring to the table which is why i never feel like i'm in competition with anybody it's yeah just like our spray lexi brought over some spray today and it was amazing and as soon as i sprayed it on myself i was like 
This is so yeah. different than my spray. Because yeah. my spray has a completely different vibration yeah. in it. You know what I mean? But we both have sprays. Right. Yeah. They're not comparable to me. No, you know what I mean? Not. They're so yeah. different. Mm-hmm. And they look the same. If you've seen your bottle and my bottle, the labeling's different, but they're mm-hmm. the same clear liquid and they have the same bottles, I think. But girl. Yeah. As somebody who's used both of their sprays and I don't make a spray, I can say that they're different energies and whatnot. Yeah. I always think of when people talk about any kind of spirituality, I'm just like, we're all on different paths to the same place. Absolutely. Friends. And I yeah. think a lot of times people will self-sabotage Absolutely. and think, I can't do that. Allow fear to take over. For me, it was always within me to do this. Right. But I would push it down and I would deny that part of myself. Right, like suppress it. But when I really started to focus on my spirituality... One thing opened the door to another yeah. thing, to That's another exactly thing, to another thing. Like and even before we like, came on here, how we saw the hummingbird and the bumblebee. Okay, okay we yeah. have to tell you guys <laughs> yeah. this story. Yeah. So yeah, we went outside to take a little breather before we recorded right now. And Lexi was like, oh, there's a little bumblebee beside you. So there's like a bumblebee mm-hmm. around me. And then a few minutes later, we look up and there's this hummingbird. I have feeders outside of my house, but it wasn't by one of the it feeders. It was up so Yeah, and it was, it was just out looking at us. Yeah. Yeah, it was just looking at us and dancing yeah, and hovering like, and yeah, hovering yeah. around us like right beautiful. over our heads. And usually with hummingbirds, they'll come, they'll hover for a minute and then they'll take off. Yeah. This one lasted for at least a good five solid minutes yep. just yeah. right above us. And for a split second, it landed on a branch, stopped, and then it started flying over us again. Yeah. Like, right yeah. after we right. said, aren't your wings getting tired, buddy? Yeah. It and took then a little it, break. Like, for a yeah. second, for a split second. And then when it finally flew away, it flew away with the bumblebee. Oh, I was looking at it in the beginning and I was like, ooh, I'm seeing spots, but it looked like static everywhere. Mm -hmm. Oh, the energy. And I looked away because I was like, damn, I'm seeing spots. And then Sadi goes, do you guys see the glitter in the sky? And I was like, oh my God, yes, I did. Everybody was seeing it. For me, a good friend of mine, she was telling me how hummingbirds to her represent being present. And I found that a lot of the time when they come around me, they're saying to be present and to enjoy the moment. And then bee wise, I consider myself a messenger bee. Spirit's constantly using me as a vessel to communicate what needs to be said, obviously with boundaries, because you have to set boundaries with everything even yourself but at the end of the day I am a little messenger bee bumblebee specifically when you don't have a lot of support in the physical world the bumblebee resembles all of the support you have in the spiritual world they come around to tell you you have support usually when I see a hummingbird not every time but most of the time it's after someone's passed Mm. I always think of air energy with them right and their wings are going so fast and their hearts beating so fast and I feel like they're in between worlds and with me it feels like the hummingbird will always come down almost directly in my face today and it'll just stare at me for a second and hover mm-hmm. and it's like the whole world just slows down yeah. and the only thing I can focus on is that hummingbird mm-hmm. in front and it's of got that me. buzz and it's like that humming sound yep. right? yeah it's like their wings just going and, so fast and then it'll get my attention and then it'll just fly away it's like a frequency it's it it's memorizing it's like a, a frequency absolutely but every single time I felt a message within that when we were over here the first license plate because I'm big on numerology three 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 yeah. Oh, nice. yeah. Yeah. We got a the lot of confirmations in tonight. It. Yeah. Because yeah. we were supposed to record on a different night and it just didn't work. Yeah. And tonight we were like, we are in it tonight. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. So everybody can do this. And I'm more beginner stage compared to the two of you. But the few experiences I've had, one of the recent ones, we did the Black Dahlia episode. Mm-hmm. I was seeing what Saudi was channeling. You're helping me channel. Elizabeth Short. And I could see it in my head. We have a mutual friend where her husband had passed away. And me and her were just messaging and I 
could hear him and I could almost see him. But I asked her a question. This is personal. So I'll leave it at that because I was trying to sort out what was going on. And he goes, oh, fuck off and walked away. And I told her he said that. She goes, that's him. One hundred percent. And I was like, oh, my God. I mean, he walked away from me. Yeah. <laughs> Wasn't really having what I had to say. The questions and I get it. But I probably should have lit some sage or cinnamon or something mm-hmm. to clear my space after that to make sure he stayed away. He didn't want to stick around. Right. But yeah. that's something I'm learning now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and we learn as we go. Yeah. yeah. Like and something I've learned, too, is letting spirits say goodbye to the person they're connecting with. It's really big letting them say I love you and goodbye is huge because then it's also some closure for them too of until next time you know what I mean but off of mediumship I love doing mediumship readings because they always get really deep one person whose whole family has actually come to me for readings and I love this guy Mm -hmm. they've asked a couple questions where he's like it's better for them to just kind of not know what happened to me because it's just gonna grow bitterness and resentment but he loves the fuck out of his family and it's crazy to see how much he's evolved his whole family and himself and spirit so quickly because he's been gone for a little while but he's done so much work so quick within his whole family wait is he passed on yeah so he's passed oh, okay on. i was he, like yeah. Hold on, sorry me... sorry no, no, no it's okay i also can connect to people's higher self so i can also connect to people who are still alive and get messages from their higher self about what's going on with them so like oh that's so cool i was on tiktok like i enjoy tiktok live so i'm on there doing readings do you still do readings on i TikTok? do i do what's your tiktok tag Just... it's san beatero s-a-n-b-e-l-l-a-t A-R-O-T. Literally, I go live most through the week. There's Wednesdays I don't. And if I get super busy, privates are my priority. So if I get a private reading, I won't go live that day. But if I have nothing that I'm doing, why not offer the option to get a reading? Yeah. The other day, one of my people that supports all of my stuff, we've connected with her whole family and she's been married to this guy for a really long time. And he was supposed to get a mediumship, but he was still kind of iffy about it. So he's like, can she just do it for me? And I'm like, that's totally fine because they've been married for a long time. So in circumstances like that, I'll Mm -hmm. connect. And especially if he says it's okay, cool. She's like, just see who comes through. And I'm like, do you know enough about his family to make confirmations? She's like, yeah, we've got a long list and they're well known in their history and stuff. So I'm like, okay, something had came up. I heard Freemasons. I was like, um... My man's a Freemason. I'm hearing that they're a part of a big organization. like trying to get around it because it was just so quick that I was like okay well let me just see what else comes up first and then we'll get into that it's like an open bar and I'm just bringing in whoever from his family will come through mind you there's a ton of people coming through and I'm like going through different people that are coming in and I'm just kind of explaining to her who they are as people because I get close to the actual names for me personally their names don't come up like that recently I've been getting very close to the names I did have it come up on one of them where it was between two and it was actually one of the two just getting to see how deep you can get in mediumship is kind of cool obviously making sure that you're safe and it's not something to be fearful of truly as long as you're yeah. protecting yourself when people are like is somebody sending me bad energy or somebody sending me evil eye or nah, nah, nah. Mm-hmm. i'm like if you protect yourself enough you don't have to worry about that yeah and we've you, talked you just about don't. reversing mm-hmm. yeah and most of the time you don't even need to do that no most of the time you just need to stay extra protected so that you don't and yeah. you get wards and stuff like that i really love wards yeah wards are ways to set protections and making sure that you know know when bad energy is being sent to you so you put intentions there's different things you can do for me I like plant you can give the plant a way of saying like hey I'm doing this spell I'm gonna connect it to you and basically saying it's your job to let me know if this spell worked or not if it didn't work you're gonna die the plant would die not the actual (laughs) sorry Um, that's tethering in witchcraft sorry but that's a whole different thing but warding is more of saying this is extra protection writing a spell on the bottom of your welcome mat yeah or like like, you know with salt or whatever you may use 
choose okay. to yeah. do, I do that. that. Like, I just didn't know what the correct yeah. word. Yeah, for so it's it was. just yes. adding like extra protections Crystal around, and it's like, house. yeah, and you. There's so many I different ways you can do them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. wind yeah. chimes are great. I have like, the wind chimes because you told me that. When I don't have sage, I just grab a pot and pan, like a little spatula, and I just and go around even, my house. And you know, before you do readings and stuff like that to protect yourself before or after, you can do those. You can use bells. You can use tuning forks. Yeah, you could use so many different herbs. And if I can just add to that, for me, what I do is anytime I'm using a new herb that I've never used before, I could try to connect with that herb and ask for permission. In the herb spirit. Yeah, I learned that more recently, actually. And sometimes you can have an herb that's just like, you're not using me respectfully, so you can't use me. Oh, yeah, they'll ban you certain spirits on that. Yeah. And then I've had experiences where I've heard, you know, you can't use these certain things and I've held it and I've connected to it. I've grown it myself and I've connected with the spirit, not specifically white sage, right. but different other herbs. herbs. Yeah. And they're very welcoming with that. Yeah. And the spirit mm-hmm. comes through and moves through me. And even yeah. though I might not be attached to it through lineage or through DNA, they're allowing me to do it because I'm coming at it with such purity and asking permission. For me, with my experience, just be respectful. And that was your lesson yeah. with that. There was a couple that I was working with and they moved in together and as soon as they moved in together they basically thought their house was haunted they were having like poltergeist things going on and he was black and she was white Mm -hmm. and when I did the reading for them I was like whoa Mm -hmm. yeah you guys decided to move in together but her ancestors ancestors and your ancestors Mm -hmm. are not getting along at all and they had just taken all of their stuff and put it together photo albums together all these other things together and so what ended up happening is they were able to talk to their ancestors and they were able to separate them and be like we love each other and this is the union that we're coming through if you don't want to be here you You don't don't have have to to support it (laughs) and being able to release that Mm -hmm. because especially on his side which he wasn't even aware of how strong the ancestor line was and how much Mm. they were a part of his life absolutely he had been blocking that out but his mother was very spiritual and his Mm. mother was really into like shrines and offerings and ancestor money and things like that and she had put protection and put his dna on those ancestor shrines from the time he was a baby i love that so he was like she's been setting his protection up setting his protection up and that's another thing Mm -hmm. a part of the spirituality too but it was just an aha moment for them and it was a learning lesson for me because i had never really seen that side of it yeah. before because when I do readings it's usually one-on-one right and I was coming to this house thinking that I was gonna have to ask some demons to leave because <laughs> they were it was just some, it was messing with yeah, the kids some loud family members yeah his ancestors were even messing with her her little kids oh, you know and stuff yeah. like that but they're part of that lineage like yeah in the spirit realm it's a little bit different I have a grandfather that passed and I love my grandfather to death when he passed he came through as a red cardinal and when mm. I moved here he changed to blue cardinal but they're called something else blue 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 jay blue jay my grandma comes to me as a blue jay yeah and so i get that confirmation my son will sit outside and he'll talk to the blue jay that'll come and visit because it's my grandpa Mm -hmm. and so he knows red cardinals and blue jays are my grandpa video of this blue jay screaming outside and i'm like yeah i saw blue jay yesterday when i was visiting my mom that's really weird yeah Yeah. there's so much synchronicity yeah there is and i really like how our energy is coming through because we have omni you're saying that you're just kind of beginning yeah but you're teaching me things it's so beautiful yeah and with Lexi too I gave you 
a reading way back in the day and I planted the seed and I didn't even know how accomplished you were going to become within that. And like, I'm in awe of you. I learned from you as well. When Sadi was telling me about you, she was like, yeah, I gave her her first reading and she just went from, you didn't say zero from 100, but that's the way I processed it. And you're like, we're on the same level. If if not, she surpassed me, Mm -hmm. not in a competition way, but just like how beautiful it is to see. I appreciate that. And I think that's within every one of us because we're grown up and we're taught math and science and blah, blah, blah. But if we were taught from a very young age... You know, a lot of people think, oh, I can't do it. Well, if nobody ever taught you how to do math, mm-hmm. you would think you couldn't do math. Right. Yep. With you, Lexi, I don't mean to speak for you, uh-huh. but you had to deal with a lot of religious trauma yeah. Trauma that Absolutely. you had to go through. And then Omni's coming from a different place the where flip. she was the flip side of yeah. that where she was. And I'm kind of like somewhere in the middle. Yeah. Um, it is really cool. So yeah, with anybody that's starting off, it's called a practice yeah. for a reason. Mm-hmm. Don't think that just because you're not as advanced as somebody else that you can't do it. And what I love to tell people too, even in that sense, kids teach me something every day. Yes. My kids teach me shit every fucking day. They teach me to be a better person. (laughs) They teach me to be a kinder person, a more patient person. Like my kids teach me so much. I think we're all on the same path and like you said just different paths to the same place yeah and if you have been given a gift you're feeling this inside of you try it and if you try it and you don't like it you never have to do it again yeah. that's my motto if you hold yourself back because of fear you're never going to improve exactly. and you're always going right. to be stuck and go in the with same what you're place. called to do like i had been called to tarot way before that lady ever put that deck mm-hmm. in my hand right and i always thought it was so cool mm-hmm. you know psychics and mediums yeah. and stuff like that having no idea what was inside of mm-hmm. me yeah i grew up in a you protestant know? christian family long skirts long sleeve shirt you have to go to church everybody's real shady that they got their church hats on they're ready to <laughs> you know talk their right. shit and make fun of people's church outfits it was so wrapped up in the family and i had came out as an atheist at one point and everybody's like how dare you and like all this stuff. And then I ended up going through where I met creator through Christianity and I was actually baptized and everything again, but I never really fit in. Yeah. Logically, I always felt connected to God, to creator, to whatever universe, whatever you want to call it, spirit. Yeah. I always felt connected, but I never felt like under the pretenses and the judgments that Christianity had, which is like, if you're gay, that's an abomination. I don't believe in that. I think you should love who you love. And if fucking we were all meant to be the same. There would be no purpose to this life. And I think that everybody, we have so much to learn from people and their experiences. Of course, you don't understand the perspective of a transgender person if you're not transgender. But if you could listen, you could hear them empathy. out. You can get, yeah, you can. Do shadow work you and can, learn yeah, empathy. Yeah, yeah, and accept people. This journey is hard, no matter who you are. And, and I tell people, I don't push spirituality on anybody. And it's not hard in the sense that beautiful things don't manifest and come from it. And it's not the best thing you've ever done, but it's, you get deep into your shadows and you learn to accept yourself fully for who you are. And that gets deep and it gets dark and it gets very beautiful, but there's so much self empowerment that comes from that. Right. So if we were spiritually numb and not aware of ourselves, 
when we saw that hummingbird, we wouldn't even have noticed that. And yeah. that's kind of the thing too. Once you start becoming spiritual, it doesn't matter what religion you have or whatever. When you really start yeah. tuning into that spirituality, that spiritual part of yourself, mm-hmm. you start noticing things Everything. that you Everything. never noticed before. Numerology, you start numbers start popping yeah. up, synchronicities, yeah. symbols. symbols. It's just crazy. So everything's just so connected. It's so fucking weird, you, but it's cool. It's yeah. just all connected. As you get that consciousness and it, it awakens yeah it's like an arm that had been numb forever you've been able to use it but you couldn't really feel it yeah and then all of a sudden those tingling sensations come and you're just like what, what? the <laughs> fuck i love the way it, you it's like that. yeah it's, like, it's going from religion to something like this where religion just made no sense there's noah's art christianity is not even the first religion that's ever mm-hmm. this just right. doesn't make sense going from that to actually getting confirmation getting proof right in front of my face if i ask for it yeah. and obviously it's not always on your time but if you say show me four crows in a square for whatever reason uh-huh. they you might not do it exactly symbols. how you want it but they'll still show but you you're it gonna see sometime four crows at somewhere. somewhere yeah like in the sky yep. and they all happen to be in this formation or you see it four yeah. different times like, during the day in a book that you're reading yeah when i first started really awakening my husband's mom passed away and we were super close i had just seen her the weekend before and we were laughing in the kitchen because her ring got stuck on her finger and we couldn't get it off oh and we're just dying laughing she's like this is serious and i'm like almost peeing my pants because i'm laughing at her so hard we're trying everything to get it off and yeah she thought she was gonna have to go to the hospital but anyway she died a few days later suddenly Uh she was the one that came to me first full apparition oh wow she was taking my finger and making it into an infinity symbol moving my hand around and she was right there with me and so beautiful it was beautiful but then I opened myself up to that Uh and I remember coming home a couple days later and there was this shadowy figure of this little boy just sitting on my bed and I came in and I had to do a double take because I just worked the graveyard shift I'm like am I just fucking tired and seeing shit (laughs) and I closed my eyes and he looked at me and he looks so sad. And I freaked out. <laughs> I fucking like yeah. ran out of the room, yeah. shut the door. And it was because I had opened up something within myself yeah. for somebody that I loved. Right. And it was a beautiful experience and really crazy. But then I opened this portal. I didn't know what to do with that, yeah. which that might have been there anyway. Right. And like I was saying, I was spiritually numb to it. So right. I wasn't able to see those things before. So when these things really start popping up to you, there can be a scary side to it. Yeah. yeah. So anybody that's just starting out and starting to learn those just things, sure it's part of the process. Make sure yeah. you cleanse. Yeah. Make sure you're just... protected. Make sure you're cleansed. But also look at it as I've asked for my eyes to be open. Yeah. I've asked to be spiritually mm-hmm. open. You're going to get things that are meant for you. Right. And sometimes when it does happen, it's leading you down your path further. Like me getting in contact with you in the beginning, I had somebody sending a hex on me and I was shown it in my dream. I didn't even know Saudi did. I knew she'd done a reading, but I didn't know she was spiritual like that at all. Right. Somebody's mentioned in passing and her name popped in my head when I was in the bathtub because I'm Damn. connected to water and I just knew it and she dropped everything to come over. That was kind of worrisome because I woke up in the middle of the night straight out of bed my mom's like yelling in my head my mom's passed on yeah put protections up i've talked about this several Mm -hmm. times on the show but that was my aha moment mine was a little more gruesome than that i'm not gonna lie the two first apparitions i ever seen were actually scary so the first one is i lived in colorado still this was way before i got into spirituality 
and my mom had a town home. One night I'm sleeping in my bed, everything's normal. And I see this huge black figure and I'm waking up in the middle of the night and it's got these beet red eyes. And you know, I don't care who believes me and who doesn't. I really don't give a fuck. I know what the fuck I saw. And I tried to not see it. My heart dropped to my fucking asshole. I'm yeah. not even gonna lie. <laughs> I, I couldn't move. I was just looking at it, just walking through my room. I'm sorry. I'm picturing a, a butthole with a heartbeat now. Sorry. <laughs> yeah. My spirit guides are funny. <laughs> yeah. No, okay. Sure. Keep going. Sorry. Um, no, you're fine. It's one of those energies where you're just like, holy oh, shit. Like you're cold. way too powerful. It, you immediately feel fearful. Mm -hmm. As it gets to the wall, it turns around and looks at me. Blech. And that's how I saw its eyes. And it looked at me and I was frozen. There's nothing you can even do. And it just looked at me for a while. I covered my eyes and I brought it back up and I, he was still there just staring at me and so I just cover my head I got that a lot when I was a kid too that was the only time I experienced something that I grew extreme up with shadow beings I've had what they call sleep paralysis a couple times oh, where I've actually no. felt like entities yeah, were that's... on top of me but those are always during traumatic so in that aspect it wasn't like oh the first one I saw was his mom but it was the first mediumship that mm. I had encountered I yeah. encountered shadow beings and demonic entity energy we had a friend spending the night and he was an atheist uncle mm. jesse he did not believe in any of that and we had told him stories like the kids were saying that this shadow figure would shake their bed and i would see it out of the corner of my eye and it looked like this tall guy on stilts almost but it was a shadow and he would go back and forth through the bedrooms and he was one on me through sleep paralysis and stuff like that did he have a hat he did yeah he looked like he was walking on stilts just oh my god he was so yeah. scary and everybody in the house knew that we had him and the people that lived there before we knew them uh -huh. and they said that they experienced the same thing it's pretty much why they moved out right <laughs> thanks <laughs> it's like five o'clock in the morning and we had been up we had had a couple drinks and he decided to spend the night and all of a sudden we hear crying this grown man outside of our bedroom door and he's that's all we can hear and we didn't know what it was like we got up and I open up the door and he's just standing there frozen tears coming down his face and he could only make that sound oh my he couldn't God. speak Fuck, nothing man. was in shock right he was in total shock and he's just standing there and his whole body is just shaking Damn. so I jump up my ex-husband jumps up and we go and we get him on the couch and we put a blanket on him we're like finally calmed him down and he's like this fucking thing was hovering over me this tall man was hovering over me and I woke up and it was just staring at me and then it got up and then it walked back towards me again he's like I was trying to adjust to the light thinking my eyes were playing tricks on me or something because he had never seen anything like this before. Didn't believe yeah, in it. Right. It believes in you. <laughs> right. And they love to prove people yeah, wrong. Yeah, he got up to get away from it. For some reason, we had this croquet stick in our garage. <laughs> I don't know why. He said that the shadow picked it up and he was running towards the door to get into the house and it threw it at him. And I was like, oh, I got to go check this out. I go outside and that fucking croquet stick is stuck through my wall. Oh. Why didn't he like him? Well, probably because he said he didn't believe in him. Yeah. Mm -hmm. He was talking shit. We were all having a couple drinks. We were talking about it. And he was just like full-fledged. Don't believe in that shit. You guys are fucking crazy. Yeah, like probably mocking it. You have to be respectful. It's just always good to be respectful. Yeah, like the ghost hunters and stuff like that. I'm not saying anything bad if you're a ghost hunter out there. No, but I love ghost hunters. you see these hunters. ghost hunters and they antagonize them, you can go and respectfully.
A long time ago, we went out in the middle of the woods where this girl had apparently been murdered years ago. And all the kids said that they would see her out there and stuff. So uh -huh. we went out with a recorder with a professional ghost hunter. Oh, wow. And he would even tell us, okay, no whispering. Nobody can whisper because that'll pick up on the recording as yeah. you know something paranormal he was very clear on the rules yeah. when we got out there we put the recorder down and at the end he was like okay little girl if you don't talk to us we're gonna go uh -huh. and that was it nothing so we got home and he hooked it up to the computer and we played it back and at that time where we only heard silence right the recorder picked up on a little girl's voice saying one two three because he said, if you don't talk to us, we're going to go. Uh -huh. So I believe in all of that. My mom grew up in a haunted house and she wrote about it in a book. I don't believe it's in publishing anymore. Beyond Appearances by Christy Harrington. And it was in Alvin, Illinois. And there's a whole chapter about the room with the cowboy wallpaper. And she's the oldest out of four siblings. Uh -huh. And each kid would go to sleep in that room and wake up crying and couldn't stay in that room. And so yeah. finally she went to sleep in that room and she woke up and in the closet was a man, big burly man with overalls and a straw hat on. It was a man of color just staring at her. And basically she just looked at him, knew that he wasn't a threat. My mom was psychic. Mm -hmm. She was a kid at the time or yeah. younger at the time. What she gathered was that that house was a part of the Underground Railroad. That cool. closet was a elevator shaft and he was trying to get people down and the oh. rope broke and he died. But that house eventually just, it had poltergeist at times where when she got yeah. older, she moved back in, but it burnt down twice. So Damn. it burnt down. They, and they said, get the fuck out. I heard these stories growing up and there's a picture. And if you look like, at the not me seeing shit walk in, I'm like, come on, bro. Right. don't do that right now. <laughs> I know we're all talking about it. I know. I'm yeah. like, hold on now. <laughs> but we see in this picture, this figure in the window mm. and it's a spirit that they captured on a picture and it was after part of it burned down. Yeah. And it's a man with a straw hat Damn. that my mom's passed on. I want to track down this picture so bad just to show you guys. But it's funny, like a lot of us as kids, we pick up on paranormal things. Oh yeah, I definitely Big believe time. that we're more I connected. I knew I had past lives when I was a kid and nobody could tell me anything else. I remember talking about my past lives with my mom when I was a kid and I don't remember what I said, but I remember always bringing them up. And my mom obviously thought I was crazy, so she didn't remember any of them. But I was like, if my kids fucking come up to me and tell me about my their daughter, fucking past lives, I'm journaling that yeah, shit. Yeah, my mom still remembers that I used to come to her. I would say, remember when the other lady was my mom? There was a trend on TikTok where parents were recording their kids saying stuff like I this. do remember that. Yeah, 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 my kid said that when she listened to Janis Joplin, she goes, oh, yeah, I used to sing this when I was older. And I was like, no, baby, you yeah. never listened to this before. And she goes, no, I used to sing this on stage when I was older. And oh, I was like, girl, cool. you yeah, away older. from that whiskey? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's cool. But tying all of that in together that we are naturally yeah. born Especially to do kids. this. Yeah. Mm -hmm. When we're a child, we're just coming from the other realm. Yeah. And mm -hmm. into this third dimension. And there's still that knowledge that's there before the world kind of takes it from you. So whenever you're starting on your journey to doing anything like this spiritual psychic mediumship or whatever it's just tapping into your natural resources what's already there but has been denied i think it's cool when you're interacting with people who are talking about their experiences and things like that because i think it helps us to understand how to better respect spirit because i feel like that's really what they're asking is for their certain spaces to be respected certain spaces to be valued and understood super important to treat spirits with respect because they deserve it 
They're genuinely trying to help. Even when I was a kid, I remember I would hear somebody tell me to tell somebody something. And so I'd say it. And that's why as I've gotten old, I've always been a messenger bee. I've always been just one of those people they use to communicate. A lot of the people I was around, even when I was a kid, were very suicidal. My mom was very suicidal. Being able to help them work through these really dark times has always been what I've done. And so as something that I get to do and I'm passionate about and I love because I think that knowledge is a gift. I think wisdom is a gift. And I think that us sharing our stories and working through our fears is one of the best ways to regain that personal power. Working to learn the difference between fear and intuition, I think, is one of the hugest parts, too. Right. If you can figure out a reason why you're scared, that's not your intuition because your intuition is not going to make you scared of what's going to happen or what somebody's going to think. It's the lack of knowledge that makes people so fearful. Yeah, it's the fear of the unknown is Mm -hmm. really what it is. Mm -hmm. One of those things where your intuition is always going to tell you to make the move that's going to better yourself. Mm -hmm. You just have to be mindful and just be aware. If you feel it in your gut. In your bones. Yeah, in Mm -hmm. your bones. Exactly. But if you're just like, there's this new opportunity coming up, it could be a really good move for me. I don't know if my fear and my intuition is telling me to just not go. And I always just tell people to take a step back what do you have the potential to be scared of if you can't think of anything Mm -hmm. or if it's just something that's obviously kind of trivial oh I'm scared of what people are going to think then you know that that's just fear because fear will try and move you away from your Mm -hmm. goal too it'll shift you around your path and you can always get back to your path sometimes we get distracted or sometimes we get in cycles and we just kind of veer off for a little bit but you're always welcome to come back yeah when Mm -hmm. you're ready and I think that's the most beautiful part is there's no pressure in any of this it's just really getting to authentic feel and be in tune and getting this beautiful knowledge and being able to have spirit be kind enough to help us maneuver through this life yeah and once you really learn what spirit feels like and you're channeling that energy i have a quick story so one day my friend came over and she came over because she needed a reading and we went out on the back porch and we were just chilling before the reading and she's telling me the stuff that's going on with her and i'm like girl this that the other thing and i was giving her my advice yeah what my (laughs) what my thoughts were right yeah and so i told her this whole big thing right so that we go back in we start I start to channel and I got schooled with her spirit guys they're mm-hmm. like everything they're like girl and they you're contradicted the wrong advice. me every single thing that yeah. I said they were like nope this wrong. is the right. way right yeah <laughs> wrong wrong <laughs> and it's so funny the way that don't that speak works. for us I was like almost embarrassed <laughs> I'm like oh my god so you're remember like when well, I told you <laughs> I was wrong on that yeah so like, I was a little bit they're off. taking a whole different spin yeah, on they're, every, they're, forget everything I just said <laughs> right yeah. they're humbling me this today, is still so. me <laughs> right. but no yeah but how beautiful is that of you to listen to them and to step outside your ego uh-huh. to deliver that message yeah because it's also your bias of what you think is best but that's mm-hmm. why I tell people to as a way of getting consent my readings are paid for even on TikTok. I do them for a lot cheaper because it's quicker. That payment is consent. And so when I don't have that payment, I'm like, listen, if you don't have the money, I can give you advice for me. Yeah. But that's not going to be that. <laughs> like, it's right. going to be helpful, but it's going to be way more helpful for you to get a message from spirit. Right. You know, if I feel called to give somebody a free reading, I obviously am still going to do that and respect that. But for the most part, that's how I get my consent. When people are at the point where they're like, I don't really have it. I'm like, that's totally fine. It's like 20 bucks. So it's like, whenever right. you have the chance to set aside 20 bucks, life is hard right now. I'll be here. Yeah. And it's not a rush because I also want to help people who want to be helped. I'm not trying to help people who just want to complain and hear all the problems Energy about their life. And yeah. yeah. And just want sympathy or pity. Not to say that to like people don't need time. to. Yeah. And not only just that, their feelings are valid where I'm at. I want to help people who want to be helped because we're going to get a lot further that way. 
Mm-hmm. If you're not ready, that's okay. And whenever you're ready, I'll be here. I'll help. Until then, you've really got to focus on yourself first. And there's nothing I can do for you in that it sense. It took me a long time to get to that level because yeah. when I first started off, and I think that's fine too. Oh, absolutely. When you're first starting out, do it for free. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. And I always used to say when I was doing free readings that this is a gift that I'm given. Yeah. And it's like charging somebody for a Christmas present that I got. So that's the way that my mind worked then. Mm. And then once I started getting really good at what I was doing, right. really channeling and really getting into source energy, right. it can be draining. Yeah. It's like a muscle. If you haven't worked it and all of a sudden you're working this muscle, it's going to hurt. Yeah. It's going to feel depleted. And then I started getting to the point where I started shifting my awareness within that because money yeah. is energy. And my readings are a little bit expensive. They're you know, they're $125 not a reading. And, Compared um, to others, that's nothing. I love that you value yourself enough to charge what you think you're fucking worth because you're worth it. And right. that's why I don't talk yeah. about people's prices. If you charge what the fuck you think you're worth, mm-hmm. and I love that. But you have to be getting something back. So even if yeah. you're like, okay. Like, it's an energy you're, you're exchange still, is what I like. It really is. And I started getting to the point with people around me that were like, oh, you need to do my cousin's cards or you need to yeah. do my sister's cards. You need to do my mom's cards or my friend's mom just died. I need you to do like a reading. At first, that was really rewarding for me to right. have the experience to the do that and the validation to do that. But then after a while, I started feeling like I was being used. Yeah, yeah. you're like, I'm not like nobody was monkey. calling me to just go out to dinner. Yeah, or like, let's or go hang out. Or how are you? Yeah. It was like, girl, I need you to come I need do help. This. Help then, me, help me, help me, help me. Yeah. And then it wasn't even people were well, expecting the, it from you because it was free. Yeah. I feel like some certain people would take that and they wouldn't even pay attention what I was saying yeah it's like almost too readily available to them that they take advantage of it and so once I put like a price on it only people who were serious yeah yeah Yeah. and the people that I was doing free readings before I'll be like okay well I'll charge you half because you're my friend but you have to pay right and as you should I noticed wow like the difference the difference is the people that I would do that for I'd put a price on it and then all of a sudden it was like they were really listening because they paid money to listen to what I had to say at this point and they prepare for it they're like, okay, well, I'm getting this reading. It's not like an everyday thing. What do I want to hone in on? Absolutely. Everybody has gifts, right? Doctors are gifted at having steady hands and being very logical about chaotic situations and how to make things work to save people's lives right but they charge an arm and a link for their gift even 125 dollars doesn't match up to a 10,000 medical bill just for Mm -hmm. you going to the er if something bad happens you know what i mean everybody's gifted singers are gifted you're gonna get mad at them for going on stage for a price it's a lot of that within the spiritual community there's a lot of people that are less gifted than in my opinion they don't put in the time and effort you do into your readings Mm. where you travel to people and you take the time to give them the correct reading they charge five hundred dollars for a video chat reading that's not as caring yeah, as i'm still on the lower end of the spectrum with price because yeah. i want it to be available yeah for people everyone. yeah and there are still some times where i'll just be called to give a reading to somebody oh with, yeah it's like spiritual karma return. yeah i'm giving back yeah it's like an aspect. offering almost but also setting boundaries we were talking about this off air a little bit but you were talking about really tapping in and listening to your higher self and your spirit guides 
and putting up boundaries. We've kind of touched on that a little bit. Mm-hmm. But I noticed where I'll talk to you, Saudi, about some things or like we were on air a few times and you were like, nope, my spirit guides are saying no. Oh, yeah. It's important to listen. It's like, that's so cool. <laughs> yeah. Well, it's frustrating at first because they're teaching you to be obedient. It's almost like a parent with a child, right? I need you to listen for your safety. Yeah. I need you to listen so that I can make sure that this works out the way you want it to work out, yeah. that you need it to work out. And you can't so, see the whole yeah, picture. So it's frustrating. Yeah. So you're just like, dude, why? Why can't I do what I want to do? One time I threw paper into the trash can instead of the recycling. And my guides were like, get that fucking paper out of the trash can and put it in the recycling. <laughs> and I was like, I'll just make sure next time I do it. And they were like, get that paper out of the fucking trash can and put it in the recycling. And I was like, okay. At that point, I knew if you're saying it multiple times and you're not just, okay, do better next time, you're being serious. And so I go and I get it out. But times that I've chose to be stubborn in those moments, it's always bitten me in the ass. Mm-hmm. And so it's not obedience in the sense of that, but it's like teamwork, being able to listen sometimes because not all the time are you going to have all the answers and spirit can see the bigger picture of what's going on. So if you can listen and take that step back, they can really help you. Yeah. And it may seem stupid to you to have to go pick that paper out of the garbage and put it into recycling, but it's a butterfly effect. Yeah, it's a lesson. It's a principle. It's valuing earth and valuing the fact that we're able to be here and earth allows us to be here. Mm -hmm. I connected to a tree. I have a tree outside my house and I connect to her a Mm -hmm. lot. She's a beautiful being and she showed me that what humans did to them was what we are so fearful of aliens doing to us coming down and killing off the human race or whatever and that's what we did to trees and that's what we did to nature mm-hmm. i love spirituality i genuinely do i love witchcraft i love all that shit because i just feel like it <laughs> it genuinely just makes sense everything's connected everything yeah. is so strong and powerful and being able to heal people on such a deep level is just beautiful a ble- it's just a gift yeah i consider myself an omnia so i believe there's truth in all religions as long as it's not being used as a weapon to- is that why you go by omni i didn't know what an omnius was i didn't even know it existed i was given the name through meditation my spiritual name and that's because i was talking to saudi about how she got her spiritual name i've always known her by saudi oh really and i was meditating in the bathtub and it came to me and i even texted her she was the first person i texted and i said is this like something obvious have you heard this somewhere and it's just because it was clear as day in my head Uh over and over again omni 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 i was like have you heard this like am i just is this thor or something and i just don't know what i'm relating it to she's like no i've never really heard that name and then when I was reading I came about an omnius and I was like oh my god that is my belief I kind of believe in everything yeah so before I knew what that was and I knew the word for it I was given my spiritual name Omni oh that's cool and so you got to grow into that name too yeah as you've grown in your spiritual that's it beautiful. was validation too to feel yeah. validated just to circle back to tarot real quick because there was a few tricks as the newest newbie in the room everybody's different everybody goes about everything different and even with channeling so i have a friend that was connecting to her spirit guides doing a meditation you can get it on youtube you can listen to music that in the hurts of of connecting to your higher Frequency. self you will probably so get a headache show. i did I love that yeah it's like it's a muscle so she connected to her spirit guides and she said i knew it was a male energy because when he talked she heard their voice he talked from I think the right side or the left side I can't remember which side but she's like is that right and I was like it's right for you and I explained Mm -hmm. how what I thought because when mediums talk about different languages and we talked about at the very beginning of this right how you're shown certain symbols that you connect to certain things right well for her connecting to her spirit guides the right side was male the left side was female I might have that switched around but you get the point no yeah, yeah yeah so that's important to know that you have your own language you have your own way of interpreting and it's very personal now when we went over tarot Saudi 
does something with her tarot deck that I resonate with and my partner does something a little bit different. So when she asks a question, you ask a clarifier. That's the right word, right? Most of the time I do because sometimes it's a gray area with a certain card. So Mm -hmm. I'll ask a question and then what I'll do is because I use a bunch of different decks and I'll go to the deck that I'm called to and I'll be like, let me have a clarifier on that. Like, yeah, I do. Yeah, I do that. Let's get more into detail details, on why yeah. that's here because sometimes it's instant. Yeah. You know, I'll just know exactly what that is right. and we can go as deep as we want to with it. And sometimes it's kind of like this gray area and yeah. I'm like, okay, well you're touching the surface on that, but I'm not understanding fully. Yeah. So I'll use the tarot as a clarifier to ask that question again and ask if it can show me more clearly with it. Yeah. So for somebody who's a little bit newer, this was amazing because I'm like, okay, I got two swords. I can kind of decipher what that means in the question I'm asking my deck. Mm-hmm. So when you shuffle your deck, you're asking the question in your head, you can say it out loud, whatever. One of the things you said is if it flips out, that means spirit is saying, get this one. That's been one thing where I shuffle until I really feel it. But when I flip it up and I'm like, okay, I got two of swords. I sit there. I think on it. Can I have a clarifier on this? Mm-hmm. And I pull another one. And it's perfectly right. fine yeah. to do that. That yeah. for me, that resonates. Now, my partner thinks it is rude to ask your deck the same question twice. And even with the clarifier, he doesn't feel comfortable. And that's perfectly fine. He doesn't feel comfortable asking for, can you clarify that? He th- feels like you have to ask a different question question according to the first question you have to ask like a connecting question you can't just be like can you clarify that because he feels like okay that's kind of like asking the same question twice and it's rude I thought you were talking about if you're reading for yourself and you're yeah. like show me this card if this is what you're talking about or show me this card and you're just yeah. asking the same thing over and over again or is this deity talking to me throw <laughs> hey, out when you're reading this for yourself like, it's so be fucking patient it's so ridiculous <laughs> yeah I, you're like wait a minute you know what's crazy when I read for myself I pull only from the OSHA deck yeah because a lot of times when we're reading for ourselves we're yeah. like no that was the wrong goal. I well, get readings I actually, from other readers support other I, readers yeah, yeah, guys other readers, if you are sure. a reader support other readers don't yeah. be a dickhead <laughs> I have tarot decks dedicated to certain deities that I work with so I have three deck dedicated to three different deities one of them right. is my higher self right for so, me that helps yeah. me connect to them better yeah. and speak to them better and they ask different things of different people yeah mm-hmm. it's all about what your lesson is and what you're trying to learn and how they're trying to get lessons across to you I always think of deities more of like teachers to yes. me some are going to be around only for a lesson or two or as long as they need to be around for you to get the lesson you need from them mm-hmm. some teachers you know about that are way ahead of you when you're in third grade and you know the seventh grade teacher you don't know them know them but you've heard their name or something you know you're gonna get to them first off they're not here to coddle you they're not here to fucking wipe your ass when you come at them make sure you have solid questions so that you can get that clarity you know what i mean yeah but i think it's important to actually get clarity instead of just kind of assuming you already know what you're talking about whereas like when i thought you were saying that i thought you meant literally asking the same yeah. question more than once which i do think they ask you to trust your intuition So if you're pulling multiple cards, you're not trusting yourself, meaning you're not trusting spirit. And also sometimes they don't want to answer a question. Yeah. Because I've asked questions before, you know, people are like, oh, is this happening or what happens with my job or very third dimensional questions? Usually they won't. Yeah. Well, Sadi, when you were pulling for my higher self, my higher self said, I can't tell you everything. Yeah. And actually, yeah. Omni is going to love putting the pieces together yes. on and who my higher self was. Mm-hmm. And it was two years of signs yeah. that came all together. Yeah. And it's that's crazy. another thing, too, because sometimes spirit is like you are on this journey. 
And if we were to give you all the answers right now, it would it would invalidate your journey. That's not it's not beneficial. Yeah, you, some for things you. Like, you have to learn, and yeah. some things do need to be told to you and brought to your attention. Especially right. if spirit's been trying to tell you, yeah, and you're just for a long time, yeah. and that person hasn't been listening. Right. And then when you give them that, that's confirmation to them. Yeah. They're like, Oh my God, I've known that. I know what you're saying is that's true. Why I'm connected right. to this water. is validating it now, yeah. and thank you for that. Yeah. But then there's some things, and I don't have a problem with this, but sometimes I will get people asking very third dimensional questions Mm -hmm. and they're not really listening to the fourth fifth and sixth dimensional answers yeah they want to hear what they want to hear am i going to see this guy that i like tomorrow and i always tell them straight off the bat i'm like are you going to make it happen because if you are then yes if not then no or i can tell you why you haven't gotten pregnant i can't tell you exactly i do and sometimes i can do that i can tap into blocks that Mm. people have in their aura in their energy field in different blocks they have and they've been trying and trying and trying to have a baby and sometimes you can spiritually sometimes there is a medical problem but sometimes it's an actual spiritual and spirit babies will come through my actual babies here came through Saudi actually caught up when I was still pregnant with my son yeah and she was like I see a little girl I had a dream that he was a boy and I knew he was a boy but I was she said girl so I had got like oh my god I'm gonna have a little girl and then and so then I had a son and I was like oh and then I ended up getting pregnant right after. She was trying to come through. He just beat her to the point. Yeah, he, yeah. yeah he, I, I needed him here <laughs> first. Mm-hmm. And yeah. I needed her here second. I yeah. needed yeah. them when they came. And that's actually Sanbea is owed to my children. Sanbea Tarot, my kids' names are a part of that. And it's because it's so important. It's so special to me. And they're so special to my journey. And they mean everything. And so when it comes to my spirituality, I owed to them. Because when I was pregnant is when I was closest to death, which is why I was closest to spirit, which is when I tapped in so deep. So when you're saying zero to 100, it's because I was so close to spirit too. I got to experience such in-depth. Because when you're pregnant... You're bringing another... Your portal's opening up. Well, you have two souls in one body. Yeah, and one time (laughs) Junior got a picture of when I was pregnant with my daughter. He was like, what the fuck are you doing? You know, I'm just in my car. And he's like, are you pulling cards or what the fuck? Who's behind you? I look behind me and I'm like, it's dark as fuck. I'm like, there's nobody behind me. What are you talking about? He takes a picture on his phone. There is a white face. It's an older woman, and she's just staring at me through the back window of my car. She's looking in at me, almost like a crone. I ended up saging my neighbor's house because I felt there was something there. And I was like, you know, just because we have connecting houses, let me do yours too, because I'm saging mine, let me sage yours, because I knew they didn't. And so while I was saging, one room I went into, every time I tried to go in there, their fire alarm would go off like crazy every fucking time it did not want me in there and so when they came home I was like there's something in that back room there's something in there that it's attached to and my neighbor goes oh well I have my ex-boyfriend's mom's spell book in that room (laughs) and he was not a good person and his mom it was just searching. So I had to do a lot of huge cleansing and I told them you need to burn that book. So if you have something bad like that that's holding bad energy it is best to burn with that situation I asked a few people on what they thought was best and that was the advice that I got was if you want it gone a quick way to do that is to burn it Um, and that's why they say with Ouija boards and stuff like that I don't fuck with none of that shit you pull out a Ouija board I'm out yeah there's something about them that's different and I don't know how to explain it but it's the back door yeah I was gonna say Saudi's explained it as the back door yeah I feel like Ouija boards it's okay if you want to use them 
but it's a portal. I made one for oh, fuck no. my part. Well, listen, <laughs> listen, though, this will make you feel more comfortable. Listen, Linda. Okay. I, yeah, listen, Linda. I made one for my partner and I put some Freemason symbols on. He is a Freemason. So it's mm. funny you brought that up because he had a antique one that he found and it meant a lot to him in oh. a house. And so I made a replica of that one. Oh. I keep it in a shadow box with the door shut. I also resined protective crystals on the back of it. Mm. And I have sage and selenite on top of that shadow box mm. and it stays closed. Yeah. We don't use it. I've gotten it out for Saudi before and she's like, ooh, it's making me nauseous. Everybody's entitled to do whatever the fuck they want, but I'm not trying to be around it. And- yeah, it's a back door to the lower dimension. So it's lower dimensional spirits. I'm good on that. Yeah. <laughs> I've seen enough evil. <laughs> yeah. And not to and, say and that anything you pull that, you from know, it is going to be evil. I don't feel the need to do that. Yeah. And that's just mm-hmm. me personally. And I know people yeah. who do that. I mean, if you think about baby dolls, right? Little girls. <laughs> this is going to make me spiral. <laughs> so, you know, but little girls, they have their babies, right, you know, right, right. and they put a lot of energy right. into them. And anything that you put your energy into like yeah. that. Yeah, She's like, nope, I don't yeah. like the energy that was put yeah. into that. Yep, I'm good. And again, okay. anybody else do you- can do what they want and have possessed dolls and all that shit. I'm not down. <laughs> I'm not down. Yeah. (laughs) All right. Well, I think that wraps up our episode on divination, spirituality, and tarot. Lexi, thank you so much for being on here. Thank you for having me. I really appreciate you guys allowing me to come on here and speak about how I feel in my views. I appreciate you listening and hearing me out. We value your views. You guys also being vulnerable and sharing stuff about yourselves. I really appreciate that. Yeah. As always, I will say, don't forget to keep your mind open. Namaste.